welcome to another episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E. I'm excited. Um, I have a very special guest. Uh, he's an entrepreneur. He's an actor. Um, I'm excited to have him on. So let's just get him on the show. Welcome to the show, Armando Leduc. What up? What up? What's going oh, man. on, man? That intro is fantastic. Oh, I, I could, that's that's one of my that's my um, my partner in crime, Cole Johnson. That's a Cole Johnson production. My man, amazing. He hooks like he's done some great intros for a lot of people, and I was blessed for him to just go oh, here. You're my brother. Here you go. I got you. I love it. It was, it was great. But all right, okay. So let's get this started. So Armando, tell us a little something about you. Um, we we me and you chat a little bit before we came on air, but uh, let let people know a little something about yourself. I change people's lives. That's what I do. Um, you know, I've been, you know, they say the two most important days are the day you're born and then the day you figure out why you're born. And it wasn't up until about six months ago where I really figured out how I can create impact. And since then, I've just been out, you know, trying to create as much impact and, and trying to change as many people's lives as I can. Yeah. So your journey, your journey start you 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 in the entertainment business as well, and you I've seen some of your your roles. You you've had some great roles and stuff. What is that? Is that something you you wanted to do prior to the entrepreneurship? Is acting something you've always wanted to do? Acting for me started in '98. Um, I got sort of suckered into it <laughs> to audition for a play. I ended up getting the lead role. It was Grease. And uh, that changed my life. And I was like, man, this was, um, I, I found my calling. I had never, up until that point, I was like, man, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. You know, I was just kind of getting in trouble and had all this creative energy, but I didn't know where to put it. And uh, when I found acting, I, you know, just took to it like uh, fish and water and um, started singing, did a bunch of musicals, sang in bands, you know, and then was just doing a performance. And then I moved to New Orleans in 2005 to pursue my career as an actor in film and uh, moved down here, experienced Hurricane Katrina. That was crazy. Uh, stayed in the city um, and just helped rebuild. And, and then I moved to L.A. for a little bit um worked on you know 40 different television and film projects as an actor uh everything from prison break to green lantern to queen sugar and on down the line and um yeah i started just kind of paying attention to what people were doing on set in terms of like directing and back you know and, and lighting and stuff and i'm like man i like that i kind of want to do that and so i started uh doing my own storytelling you know, produced a couple of movies, uh, independent films. And uh, and then I got involved in like um, just corporate work where I was, you know, creating commercials and music videos and acting reels and the whole nine. And then um, got into the content marketing game specifically and saw, um, saw a few of my clients, man, go from, you know, six figures to eight figures in a three-year period in a very quick amount of time um 
and I was part of the catalyst in that change. And I was like, man, how do I, how do I encapsulate this growth? Right. And, um, you know, my mentor who has the business eight figure firm was teaching attorneys how to scale their businesses from, you know, from six figures to eight figures. And so I'm like learning and I'm paying attention and uh, he's mentoring me himself. And I'm like, man, all right, I figured it out, you know, put two and two together, read a lot of books, start, you know, connecting the dots, creating epiphanies. And I'm like, all right, I, I, I see how I can really create impact. And we've been doing that, um, you know, for the past three years. And uh, that's sort of, I mean, I, I love acting, storytelling. I'm going to continue doing that, obviously. But, uh, but I really... I really want to, you know, change people's lives in terms of them being able to share their stories. And so LaDuke Entertainment was produced because you started your own production company. And it's funny because I, 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 I feel where you're coming from because once I started podcasting and, and I fell in love with it, I, I knew this is what I wanted to do and what kind of content I wanted to put out and what kind of impact I wanted it was all about making an impact on people's lives. And so I wanted to be able to come on and have people come and speak to me and, and tell me their stories and, 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 and what they've done to, to change their lives and, and what they're doing to help impact other people's lives. And, and for me, it was being able to allow these people to share their stories and express what's going what got them to where they're at. And so mentor, mentoring is very important in this business and anything you want to succeed at. And to be able to have someone mentor you and and help you build what you're trying to build, what what are some of the key things your mentor taught you? Like what are things that you might you should taught me a lot. Yeah. But I'm, um, I'm sure you did. Consistency, I think it, it, being comfortable with doing boring stuff people people want to chase shiny objects and they want to get distracted and we live in a very distracted world and if people could just understand that consistency over time will get you where you want to go right it's the boring mundane discipline of doing something over and over and over again that will make you great. There's nothing different about, in, in my opinion, obviously, you know, some people are like extremely talented, super talented. Yeah. Right. And I mean, that's, that's what they, that's what they do. That was the gift. But yeah. That's the gift. But people that are consistent and can do the work and just keep doing it and just incrementally grow on a daily basis, getting better and better and better at doing the same thing over and over again and being comfortable with being boring and comfortable with the mundane and understanding that if they just stick it out longer than everybody else, they will be successful. Now, if you're doing, if you're practicing the wrong thing over and over and over again, then that's a problem in itself. And that's why, you know, mentorship is, is important to who you listen to. Right. Because having the, the, the wrong mentor can can um, can save you years and it can also cost you years. So always do your due diligence. Always, you know, pay attention. 
um, ask questions, and more importantly, watch what they do, not just do what they say. Oh no, and I've been blessed. Uh, the intro that you you, you mentioned, Cole, um, he's been doing this for years, and and I've been doing it for a couple of years, but. He see it's like he sees something in me. And he's like, yo, he teaches me the he's teaching me how to be a producer, basically. Like, I, he's helped me structure this show from where from where I started to where now it, it's a little bit more structured. He 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 took me on this way and was like, yo, this bro, this is how you do it. He showed me, and I just looked. I learned. I looked from other productions that he do. I, I've been able to work with him on on another show. He's the executive producer producer on and. And I just learned and I and I listened to when when I had to listen. And then when it was my turn, I just thought back to what he was teaching me and what he was telling me. And it's helped me so it's helped me out so much that within the last year, my podcast has grown. It, it's grown from me having almost eight thousand, nine thousand downloads in my first two years. To where now I'm over twenty four thousand and and less and less than a a year and a half. Congrats, man! Oh, Those are good but, numbers. But it, it's but it's being like one of the things you said is being consistent. Mm-hmm. It's making sure that you're that you're there every week. When you say you're gonna release the episode, release the episode. When you when you say you're gonna do something, you have to be consistent with it. And yeah. that's what we that's what we've been trying I've been trying to do is make sure that it's consistent and and you can see it in in the growth from where I first started podcasting to where I'm at now it's the growth is just ridiculous because I put in the work I I really make sure I I I, I use a lot of things that I don't know I YouTube it yeah man <laughs> It's what you got to do. Listen, I go YouTube. If I don't have the answer, I will look for the answer. There you go. And then my wife noticed how much I was loving and and dedicating to creating my podcast and and all this. You're like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna let's let's, let's start a business. Let's help you. This is what you want to do. And and so she helped me launch a production company. And I've been able to produce a few shows here and there. And it and it's. It's something that I, I I love this so much. It's not work to me. It's just me being able to show up and and record and helping someone else grow their podcast and and just being able to do this and and have fun and and I would do it for free. I'm well, I am doing it for free. Like, <laughs> I'm not monetized, but for sure, man. But it I love doing this, and yeah. and I enjoy the fact that. We we I discussed a, um, a situation with you earlier where shout out to Federica uh, Benson, um, Benson, sorry, um, where releasing an episode that I did recorded with her almost a year ago, and having her need to hear that and and read the the positive stuff that I put about her. That's why I do it, man. To make that impact, to to be able to if it, if I touch one person's life, I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. There you go. Got it. So that's gotta, why when you said gotta create impact. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's why when you said you you're here to impact people's lives, it resonates with me. That's what I want to do. Is have if 
have an impact on someone's life that at that moment in, in time in, in her life, she needed to hear that. And I, I, I was like blessed. I was like, thank you. I was like, this is why. I'm like, if, if anything else, this is why I do it, is to be able to help anyone that needs it at that moment in time. You never know who's who's going to listen, right? You never know who's going to be that person that gets something out of it that can change your whole life. Yeah. One piece of advice, one 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 uh a saying at the right time could just change the whole game. You know, a piece of a piece of knowledge that you enact and you you know you take advantage of can impact your entire life. Me getting off the bus and auditioning for that play change my life you know what i mean so yeah i a hundred percent and because you're creating all of the content it is po possible because of the volume the law of averages states that somebody's going to hear it and you're going to affect somebody's life that's just that's just the reality so yeah man keep keep it going this is it, it it's a it's looks well 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 produced and obviously by the numbers it's definitely being listened to so that's good too oh no i appreciate that it, it again you 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 hit the net or right on the head when you say consistency you have to be consistent with it you have to like when i first started i didn't know anything about i didn't know anyone podcasting first of all i knew about podcasts and there was a few that i was listening to but i didn't know anything about seos didn't know about thumbnails nothing but i was like <clears throat> i was definitely i was like i'm gonna learn i'm gonna do the research i'm gonna find what platforms or what and everybody ran to anchor at that time and oh anchor is free and, and then I'm, I, when i did my research you, you find out free isn't always the right answer so it was like when when i so i got furloughed from i, I got furloughed from my job because of the pandemic and so I started the podcast and I had started a free account with Podbean a year earlier and forgot about it. And so when I decided to finally press record, I, I, was, I did my research again and I, I went back to Podbean without remembering that I had created an account. And when it, when I when they said this email is already being used, I was like, oh man. So I, I, I signed up and I paid for the year for subscription because I've been fur like I said, I've been furloughed from work and was getting extra money from and I just decided to invest in what I was doing. I invested in a mic, I invested in a mixer, the Roadcaster Pro. I just started investing in this because once I started doing it, it was like, okay. When people started really truly listening, I was like, all right, people are giving me something very precious, which is their time. So I need to really start investing in myself and in, in the equipment that I'm having because I want to give them the best quality possible. Yep. I want to start learning everything that I have to, that I need to learn to make sure that I'm delivering a great product, something that they deserve. Because when you're giving me your time, it's very precious. I had something they're never getting back. And then I realized this. And so I was like, I'm going to try to, do the best I can. I'm going to learn what I can make sure that I provide the best service that I can for them. Yeah. What are you going, man? You got to figure it out. I'll tell you what, with 
the thought of being consistent, I think a plan and thinking about the end result is something that people kind of forget about. I think you have people that want to plan too much and, and they stop from executing or they, or they stop them. They're, they're just paralyzed because of all of the decisions and wanting to be perfect. And then you have people that are just pulling triggers. Right. Yeah. And so you, I, I think you have to have a nice mix of being able to pull the trigger and also doing enough research to make sure that you're putting out something that is of quality. Right. Mm-hmm. But picking the time to go, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. We just got to roll, you know, yeah, no. There's, there's moments that it's, it's not perfect. There's, there's been technical difficulties. <laughs> there's been times where I've, I haven't pressed record and, and we have a great conversation and didn't realize we were in recording prior to me going live, but there'll be times that in there. Yeah. There's times where the mute, I, I'm, I, I'm talking and I hear myself, but I don't have the settings correct. It, it, it's a whole bunch of things. It, things happen and things you have happen. to laugh at those moments. I've started creating um why I when I first started because I was also doing um inspirational quotes and I would mess those up so much. And and I was recording the mess ups. And one day I just said, you know what, let me just release a couple of blooper reels. And people responded to it and it because it was funny. It was just right. I enjoyed it so much. It was just being able to you have to be able to laugh and and enjoy the mistakes and, and learn from them. No doubt. Did you have a plan when uh, when you put this together, or just you, or you just knew you wanted to do podcasting? I didn't really have a plan. I was originally gonna. St- I wanted to do a sports podcast with a friend of mine, and that didn't fall, it didn't go through. And when I really started getting into it, it was uh, March of 2020, and of course the pandemic. Uh, we had the George Floyd situation, and it was it was it was a way for me to vent my frustrations, um, not being at work, um, with everything that was going on. And so I, enjoy, I started, enjoy, I started realizing like, okay, I have a voice. This is something I enjoy doing, but the topics I'm talking about, yeah, it's, it's, it's hot at the moment and all, but that's not what I wanted to focus on. It was just so much negativity. I, I didn't want to focus on that. Right when I started interviewing people, it was more about focusing on the positive aspects of things. Yeah. They have a great story. They might've gone through it. And just the fact that they could come and talk about overcoming these obstacles. And that's what I wanted to do. So I started just interviewing people. I interviewed a few friends at first and I started connecting with people through Facebook. And then it, it just started, okay, building up. Like at first, a lot of people turned me away. Like, what's your numbers? Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm just starting out. I'm fresh. Yeah, nah. Hit me up when you, when you bigger, when you got a bigger audience. I'm like, all right. And then eventually, the nose started turning to yes, and people just started, it just started growing from there. I started connecting with, with different people. I started using services, and it's just, it's been a great, it's been a great um, three years, three and a half years now, like. If you would have asked, told me four years ago what I would be doing this, I'm like, I, I had no, I, I, well, maybe because I wanted to start the podcast, but being the lane that I'm in now, I, I would have, 
even though I've I've always been into self development. I've my, my first wife, she she got me into reading books and and listen and just listening to audio tapes and and just wanting to improve myself. Right. And then after I lost her, it was just I was lost for a while. And it was just like one tragic event after another. And and I, and I was angry. Um, I was angry with God, angry with life. And then one day it was just kind of like, bro, this, you're not in the, this is not what you're meant to do. This is not what you're here for. Like you need to, you need to change the way you, you're living because it's not the right way. And so right. I, I, started just uh i got back in self-development i i got a i got my security license in in new york so i was bouncing at clubs and and all this stuff and then i met my wife now and she lived in pennsylvania so i ended up moving to pennsylvania got a job at a casino as a security and then transferred over to the table games department the, the next year and like I went from being angry and and sleeping on people's couches and sleep to being more secure, like finding love again and 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 changing my life around. And and now I get to to really help people share their story and and help impact other people's lives. And and like I said, I didn't know what my purpose was until I started recording. Great. That's great. So let's 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 talk about you. So what 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 made you want to become an entrepreneur? What made you want to start your business? I think I've always been an entrepreneur, man. Ever since I was a kid, you know, I uh, first job was uh, a paper boy delivering newspapers, and um, you know, and I think I was always thinking about how to make money. And um, it was um, what my first business when I was 20 years old. I had a swing Latin and, and dance uh, and ballroom studio in Augusta, Georgia that I owned. I learned how to dance uh, off of a, um, a newspaper. They were like, no experience necessary. Learn how to teach ballroom dancing. I was like, all right. So I taught how to, you know, I taught ladies that were uh, older that wanted to learn how to dance and uh you know taught them swing tango waltz the whole nine and um at the time the guy that i was working for um he was a mentor to me but um there wasn't alignment there and i was already taking care of the business but it wasn't mine yeah and it's so funny how how things come full circle because the guy my friend that's working for me right now, who's my COO of my company, was the one that told me back in the day that I could open up my own business. Like He's like, you could open up your own studio, man. And I was like, what? Yeah, I guess you're right. And off of his, off of his, that one thing, right? You hear one thing. Sometimes you just need permission. Yeah. Got the one thing. And then I open up this, the, the studio. And uh, I'm, I, I sold it when I moved to, um, to New Orleans. And before I moved to New Orleans, I worked for my COO with another company called Best Lawyers of America. And so I worked there for a minute. 
And then I moved here. And then uh, about two years ago, I bumped into him again in Georgia. And I was like, man, you should. Uh, and we had we'd been in touch, you know, for years. He came yeah. to my wedding and stuff. And I was like, man, you got to you got to come come work for me, man. Come come get it into this as action. And he was like, all right. <laughs> and uh, it was a scary it was a scary move because it was the most I had ever paid someone to come and work for me. Wow. But I knew I needed to level up. I knew that I had become too comfortable. Mm. And in order, and that's, I think, another thing for growth is that you have to continuously put yourself out of your comfort zone in order to grow. Because you can't yes. grow if you're, you know, if you're, if you're playing it safe, you're just not going to. It'll be, it'll be, you, you'll grow at a snail's pace. But if you really want to grow, if you really want to know who you are and what you're capable of, then, then, Step out of your comfort zone and do something that's going to scare you. And so, you know, it was the it was the decision that I made to bring him on that really changed the trajectory of my business. There's a book called Rocket Fuel. I recommend it. It's the um, it's a relationship between the implementer and the visionary, right? And I'm the visionary for my business, but I, I'm not necessarily the integrator. I have a lot of great ideas, um, but having a good COO to help you integrate your ideas into a way that makes sense into a way that's clear for your employees. And that's what he does for me is he, you know, I have a vision. I see things from a 30,000 foot view. I can see the beginning and the, and the end of an idea. Right. And he can see all of the things that we need to do in between to make the end result, the end result. So, um, so yeah, stepping out of your comfort zone and, and there's another book called who, not how, and it really is about who do you need in your organization to get where you want instead of thinking about how to get there. Right. I think people get too caught up with how and not necessarily with who, and people are amazing at the things that they're amazing at. So if you can find the people that are amazing at the things that you lack, you will have exponential growth in whatever it is that you want, right? Whatever endeavor you want to have. So it's really people that I surround myself with and the who's that help me create the impact that I want to make because I know I can't do it all by myself. Oh, no, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, I've just networking with everybody that I've been networking with. Um Surrounding with people, surrounding myself with people who who've done what I want to do, um, people who are successful, who are experienced at this. It's like when you start putting out that that energy and that vibe, you start attracting those people into your lives. You start I, like I needed to meet Cole when I met him because he's helped with my growth and and it's me like you said making myself uncomfortable and challenging myself and like not wanting to hear like no you can't do this i'm like why can't i do it who, who are you to tell me or and especially but the most most of the time it's me that i'm fighting with it's not someone else it's me myself that i'm fighting with because you, i'm human sometimes you get that that self-doubt but then sometimes I, it's great to have that person that they see that you 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 struggling 
and they're willing to give you that little kick in the rear end and, and be like, yo, step out of it. Yeah. You too, you got too much greatness for this. So to to have those relationships and build those relationships is is priceless. I can't I can't tell you how much he's taught me in just a year that I've known him. To the point where he is one of my best friends. We've built that kind of relationship where we sit down for we can sit down for hours, have wonderful conversation. And that's something else I realize now is that I don't have conversations unless they're, they're meaningful for right. both for me, for you, whoever my own. And, and that's why I, I love having the guests that I, that I do have on because I'm learning in the process. I have the same for my podcast, man. Same deal. It's amazing. So tell, actually, tell us about your podcast. What's the name of your podcast? It's called Spaghetti on the Wall. Why and did you so, name Spaghetti on the Wall? Because that's just how I've always lived my life. I've lived my life according to throwing spaghetti at the wall and nurturing what sticks, not necessarily just seeing what sticks. Because if something sticks, right? If we're if we're trying a bunch of different things and we and we throw spaghetti at the wall and and there's some things that stick, then pay attention to it, right? It's sticking for a reason. So let's nurture it, right? And so, you know, success leaves clues. And so that that's just that's always been my my mindset. It's always been my perspective. It's like, okay, there's there's signs all around. If you know what you want, things are gonna show up in your life to help you get what you want, right? The universe is gonna conspire to help you. And so um it's kind of a kind of just a happy accident calling it spaghetti on the wall, you know. And um, and I'll tell you, it has been transformational not just in terms of what you can learn um, but deepening relationships with with people creating referral networks um you know my income has has grown as a result of having a podcast um you know my credibility my authority my trust all of that has grown as a result of having a podcast uh, there's another book it's called the go-giver i read a lot but uh, the go-giver is all about, you know, how can you come to the table by providing something first instead of thinking about how you can take first, right? So, um, and I think a podcast does that, right? You're giving a platform to people that that can express themselves, right? You're, you're making them feel good by interviewing them, right? They get to express their, their, their expertise. You get to learn. You also learn from them. They learn yeah. from you. Right. It's just it's, you know, and then it's content. Right. It's it's a way to put content out, you know, and you're building that uh that that social currency, you know, and these days social currency is worth a lot of money. Yes, it, it is. You can you just <laughs> a prime example is um this influencer had created a riot in New York because he was giving away play uh Xbox, whatever it was. <clears throat> and and that just went to show you the, the power of influence. Like he had so many people come. He didn't think that many people were going to show up. Right. And it, they went crazy and that but that that just goes to show you that the impact you can have on people's lives 
you can have it in a positive way or a negative way, negative way. And I see that we've decided that we wanted to go that positive route where we want to impact people, trying to help them overcome whatever issues they have. Or again, if it's, if it's just being able to hear us discuss what we're discussing to me, that that's, I love, I love being able to do that. I love yeah. being able to influence someone's life in a, in a positive manner. There's enough negativity out there. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, so do you have do you interview people or do you is it just you talking? I do. I interview people. Um about marketing, about mindset, about leadership, entrepreneurship. So, you know, that's that's the sort of messaging around it. But then I also yeah. interview you know, actors and performers and, you know, and singers and musicians. So it's sort of spaghetti on the wall. It's all over the place. <laughs> I love, I love the name, man. I get it now. I, now that you explained it, I, I love the name. Thanks. And I've, I've actually been able to interview a couple of celebrities and um, I'm a big wrestling fan. And uh, I got to interview uh, a WWE Hall of Famer um stevie ray and cool it was it was cool because like i said i'm a big wrestling fan and then i'm also into self-development um my first wife she one of the first things we we, we watched was the, was the secret and, and and read the book and all that and last year i got to interview bob doyle and it, it was it was i was like oh man and it was one of those moments where I get an email and they're like, um, Bob Doyle would like to be a guest on your show. And I'm like, my show? <laughs> like, really, my show? And, and it was a great interview. And and to just be able to speak to someone that that I admired and, and get to pick his brain and just have a great conversation and be, and be able to hold my own with, with talking to him, it was like, Okay, this is, yeah. this is serious. Like, all right, yeah. I got, I, I got something. I'm okay. Maybe I'm not that bad. <laughs> it's amazing, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's. I love this, man. I, I wish everyone could experience being able to do something they love. But uh, this is no. And we get it wrong. Is it took work. It was me working at wanting to improve, not just. All right, I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, I did it. it that was the first step. Was taking that leap and jumping into it but then again you after that it's you got to work into you have to be consistent you have to do your research learn more and it was like when you when it's something you love to learn about it's like okay it's it's fun and you kind of retain it when you love to when you love what you're doing got to step out of your comfort zone so what what projects you got? I know I know there's a strike going on. How is that actually? How is that affecting you? It's not really affecting me at all because I have wow. my production company. So I don't I don't wait around for for roles. Although I did just audition, which is why I have this mustache. I don't usually have a mustache. Um, it looks good, man. Thank you. I auditioned for a uh, a drill sergeant for a film. Okay. So um, I did a good job. So I think I might get it. But uh, we'll see. It's an audition. But so like um, you said, um, you, you, your production company, you will go and you you create projects for yourself or projects right. for 
help people create projects that maybe other studios win or production companies might not think they're they're worthy how do you how do you decide what projects you're willing to work with at these days yeah i don't know it's got to be these days i can be picky okay you know yeah. um you things that yeah. yeah things that things that like fill me things that um you know are thought provoking things that are funny things that are entertaining you know um i don't need to do projects that i feel just blah about you know what i mean because i don't need the money um but you know before like you know when you're just acting you'll you'll do whatever right and that's okay i mean you have to it's one of the things that's part of paying your dues right like you you pay your dues doing you know things that you don't necessarily want to be doing but uh but these days you know um i'm working on a comedy it's called life on bourbon it's the um it's a story of uh some musicians that work on bourbon street and they're a house band they play they're a cover band um they don't want to be a cover band but uh you know but living on bourbon they they uh they make a, a lot of money as as musicians and so they they're just kind of stuck right and they and they drink a lot and you know it's substance abuse and you know, so it's comedic, but it's also dramatic. Um, it's telling that story from from the people that work on Bourbon Street. And I worked on Bourbon Street for like eight years. So it's a it's a circus. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. It's a crazy, uh, it's a crazy story that needs to be told. And so that's a project that I've been working on and developing for 10 years, actually. So um, to tell it right, right? Like I didn't want to, I don't want to tell a story that that that's not authentic right like it's got to be authentic it's got to be the right story and it's got to you know hit the right elements and um it's got to resonate not just with people that live in new orleans and work on bourbon street but it's got to be it's got to be a, a stories that can resonate worldwide and those stories have to do with you know things that people deal with heartbreak death substance abuse depression anxiety you know things like that so I wanted to tell it through the lens of people that work on one of the most famous streets in the world. And so, uh, so yeah, that's what I'm, it's what I'm working on in development and, uh, look to start shooting that at the beginning of the year. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so with, with, every, I guess it's great that, I just want like because I don't really watch the news and I really don't know what I understand why actors and writers are striking because the those the big time production companies and, and studios are making a lot of money a lot of money and and act and actors aren't getting paid properly they're not they're not seeing any of that now especially with streaming yeah. I mean, the, the long of the short of it is the production companies are acting like they don't understand the concept of streaming and how that plays out monetarily. That's their that's their defense. Um, and and we're like, no, that's BS, man. <laughs> Y'all know. Y'all know. You do, do you know like how much these 
Netflix CEOs are making. I mean, it's 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 insane. But it's crazy. Disney CEO. And it's a day. We're talking about a day. Like how much they make a day? <laughs> it's it's something some of us aren't even making in a year. It, it's Not crazy. Close. Right. It's it's crazy. Some of these numbers that yeah that these CEOs are making. And so something's you know something's got to give, and um, you know you just got to stay strong and. <laughs> I, and they're going against actors who know this life of 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 famine. You know what I mean? So they're 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 trying to go up against like people that already know what it's like to be broke. Yeah. So what are you talking about? Like, you know what I mean? Like you're you're fighting against people that have that 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 don't care. You know what I mean? About about that like they, they care they care about the outcome they don't care about the fight like they're like yeah come on if you have nothing to lose then you're gonna fight so i think i think we can get the results that we want in negotiations as long as we can hold fast and they think they can outlet outlast us and i don't think that they can i if they were smart to go your route, <laughs> go your route, start your own production company. And they, and they will, and they will. There's, there's companies out there that are acquiescing to the SAG, SAG contracts, you know, and that's all we really want is, mm -hmm. is, is for them to agree to the terms. You know, I don't think that we're asking for anything astronomical just equality yeah no no absolutely man it's you, you deserve to get paid listen these streaming services are charging an observant amount of money monthly to subscribers <clears throat> so so they're making money they, and and now every every network has their own streaming company it's not yeah. like when when we grew up, we had like three, four channels. We didn't have all the craziness that it's there insane. is now. It is insane, and, and so it, it's just wrong that like like you said, these some of these CEOs is making ridiculous amount of money, and and for what? For what? Like to, it just seems like they're just hoarding it, and they don't want to share it with people who work hard. Who deserve a piece of that pie? There's yep. enough of it going around. Yeah, just let's look at this. Just look at those salaries. There's enough of it to go around. A hundred thousand percent. Yeah. But Armando, thank you so much, man. This has been great. But now is the time where you get to plug away and you get to let people know where they can find you, where they can see what movies, every anything, whatever you want to plug away, man. It's it's you. This is all you. Oh man, just look me up. It's Armando Leduc. You can Google me. Um, you'll find LeducEntertainment.com. That's our website. Um, yeah. And it'll, you know, you can look me up on IMDb if you want to follow me in terms of um, my acting career. Um, if we can help you with your business, LeducEntertainment.com. We'll, we'll, we'll help you. Uh, like I said, we're, we're into changing people's lives. So if you need help with, um, you know, with some marketing and, um, some direction in that department, we can help you. Awesome, man. Awesome. Also, you help you help 
other business you, you help smaller business owners in marketing and, and, and strategy and all that that's it yeah awesome we, yeah. Awesome. we do uh fractional cmo stuff where we'll act as your uh marketing chief marketing officers so if we can help you with strategy and we can also help you implement so okay so you, all, all my small business owners out there if you need some help with your strategy and and implementing it definitely i go check out my man armando he's definitely knows what he's talking about man this has been a great conversation i greatly appreciate you being on the show brother man thank you very thank much thank you thank you for having me man oh the pleasure is mine man this has been great thank you but uh don't leave just yet i mean you're gonna chat a little bit off the air um but again thank you so much appreciate you brother you got it all right so let's give a little shout out to people in the chat what's going on jude how you doing jude says hi to me and armando um, I don't know who you are, Facebook user. I am, we are, I am well. Armando's doing well. Uh, and good testimony. Thank you. Thank you. We, we greatly appreciate you coming by and uh, showing some support. So let me get, let me get done with this. Let me uh, give a shout out to the BS3 network. You can catch us there every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central time. Uh, you catch us on the Stuck in My Mind YouTube channel, the Real Wise TV uh, YouTube channel. Uh, big shout out to my Real Wise fam, Poppy J, uh, Brandy J. Love you guys. Big shout out to the boss lady, Fina. Love you and appreciate you, baby. A uh, big shout out to our to the our guest, Armando LaDuke, for coming through and and sharing and sharing his story. And as always, a big big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. You know how your boy Wise does it. Peace out.